Yeah. So the last place I wanted to be out when I was out there was here and now. It seemed completely unbearable to me, even though probably I was okay on some level, but the head just didn't, was just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. So I really feel if you take this to heart, this idea, and you apply it to your steps, to the going through the steps, I truly believe it will afford us a traveling lighter that's not available if it's you all along the way. I just don't see it. Yeah. I see, you know, if you travel with the problem, that's going to be a problem. Even though you go to a beautiful place, you'll probably be staying inside a lot of the time. Yeah. The problem's going to influence the solution. Yeah. We need to see, we don't need to see the solution from the problem. We need to see the problem from the solution. Yeah. And so if you want to boil it down to it, perhaps there's a better way, you know, instead of trusting finite self, which constantly is being offered as us all freaking day in the head. And there is great faith in that. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to allow through the, activity of the program to have that faith move from the finite self to the infinite. Yeah. Which I would say is not directed and you don't come to a conclusion through thought. You're before thought. Let's say you're of spirit. Yeah. So I would say, I truly believe our inherent nature is of spirit. It is not of body and thing and thoughts and that. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a beautiful statement, really. I don't see how you can recognize they're not making a distinction between us and self. Yeah? It's not like it's sort of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the thing is there either, either there's God or there isn't. It's there either a self or there ain't. It's not like it's a little bit of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just... <laughs> Either we're like a hybrid self-us, we call it self-us, or there's us and self. <laughs> They've been mentally wedded, but I think you can annul that fucking, because it's not natural. It's not, it wasn't ordained by the higher power. It's been manufactured by an insane idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like we have the eyes to see it. If you don't see it, it's fine. But the ones that do, I feel it's going to really uh, bring another dimension of light into the situation. Yeah. Because a lot of the light that we are that allows us to become aware of stuff is being uh, misdirected by the obsession with self. Yeah, a lot of our attention and interest is going to that. We're, you know, we're protecting it, defending it, want to be right as it. Yeah, we want to make other people wrong from it. You know, it's just, uh, it's a real, it sucks a lot of stuff up. Yeah, and it doesn't really return much. <laughs> you get to be alone and right. <laughs> that's not a great, that's not a great, Conclusion. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Maybe on a just a pragmatic level, if you're going to do a 10th step and you're used to doing one, it's just instead of inserting or that feeling of my before the resentment and the fears and you know the the acting out maybe just allow just extract that and just see how you travel with re resentment it's a lot different than my resentment it really is you know and the difference can be conveyed as an experience called lighter it's lighter yeah i mean my is a lot of weight because my will give life to a resentment for 50 years. 
Yeah. A resentment really can't sustain itself for that long. Yeah. It because other things come up and you there's a change in perception. But my resentment, fuck, it's like uh you've opened up a resentment farm and you've got fucking Bessie, you know, the one that the real big one that I milk all day, and then minor little resentments that keep my whole story going. Fucking and then I drink that spoiled milk as it and uh it feeds the self, yes? It feeds the self, man. It's like a little altar it goes to and worships every day. Yes, my whole life is, is because that happened five, fifty years ago. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. So my what is that? Is my has a lot of feeling in there, eh? My implies a sense of ownership, doesn't it? So when we're trying to disown the manifestations of self and at the same time calling them ours, I see there's a little cognitive dissonance. Yeah. How can you expect something to go if you keep asking it to stay? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you don't end up going anywhere. Yeah. So may maybe today, just takes like one situation that made you feel uncomfortable and you're looking for someone to blame, let's say, <laughs> something. So a resentment. Maybe you got a parking ticket you felt you didn't deserve or whatever. And then just see, all right, I'm going to look at my role in the resentment. I'm not going to look at my resentment. <laughs> it's my role in the resentment. Yes, not my resentment. See it, try it out. Yeah, give it a shot and see if uh, you have more clarity about the resentment when there's no my in front of it. The my has a total different agenda concerning the resentment than you do. It does. It's, it's part of its, that's how it thrives. It thrives on its manifestations, yeah? Self feeds off of its own manifestations. We're the conveyor of those manifestations. We have to put a stop to this ownership of it. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Because you wish to get out, yet you keep stating you're in. How is it going to work? Yeah, it's like one step forward, two steps back. There's nothing, there's no, the growth isn't directed. Yeah, it's, yeah, the changes aren't directed. That's not growth. Yeah, it just doesn't go anywhere. I mean, if I had the same resentments of of something of, you know, 40 years ago, something's happened, you know, something is, you know, you need, you need to bring in a landscaper and dig that fucking thing up because you think it's like the money tree or something. It ain't, yeah. I don't know why, but just see, what, you know, look at, money and then put the word my in front of it what doesn't it change the meaning that money has for you i like everyone here to have a lot of money but i probably don't want any of you to have my money yeah what's the so you can see there's a huge difference with my yeah that's not the only example put my in front of anything and it changes that thing it does my girlfriend Girlfriend, having a great time. My girlfriend, I'm up on stalking charges because I think I have the right to sit in front of a house and see who comes later on. You know what I mean? Or breaking into her email or something. The my changes whatever comes after it. Don't you understand that? Don't you see that whatever we're, we're in contact with claimed to be mine or about me changes the fucking meaning of it yeah so if you're unhappy with the story you got to see your, you got to see what where the author is putting the meaning into it yeah and one of the ways is the word my in english yeah my yeah problem my problem complete my problem no one has this problem problem everyone gets into that problem sooner or later my problem no completely terminally unique you can't believe it's my problem 
No one else has it. <laughs> Can you imagine all day? Yeah. Could you imagine that? All day, everything comes up, there's contact, and then there's a my put on it. All right? What is that but an interpretation? What is it from? Self. Yeah. You're living self's interpretation of life. How can you possibly realize the solution unless you see the problem in a little bit? There's got to be a recognition or it's going to continue to keep doing this. People have taken inventories for 30 years and they're still calling the resentments theirs. Your inventory is not going to lead you out of it. It isn't. An understanding of the inventory, looking at, all right, being convinced that self manifests with that understanding and carrying it through step four and ten, yeah, then you'll see something, yeah, but if you keep calling it yours, it's going to seem to be yours, yeah, yeah, there's not, where are you going to go to like a resentment-free zone in northern Alaska, there's, it's, you're going to be there, you're the carrier of it, it's not like there's, oh, there's only 30,000 original resentments left on the planet Earth. It's not like an endangered species. It comes from how we see things, yeah? It's produced by view, yes? By reaction. So if something has an agenda unbeknownst to us in our response and reacting to situations and stuff, thoughts and feelings and actions, yeah? then maybe we're living self's life instead of our own life. I think it would be nice to fucking know. Because you're going to go to jail. It ain't. <laughs> it, may, it may drive you to do something. It ain't going to go to jail. It'll hover around you in jail, but it ain't taking the sentence. You are. Yeah, you're going to be in there. <laughs> Yeah. It was a huge it was a huge turning point in recovery for me. It was huge. When I saw self as foreign. Yeah? Immediately a possibility, and I mean immediately, a possibility that was pregnantly there, but I didn't couldn't access it became available. I needed to see this disease as foreign to me to be able to entertain freedom from it. I was trying to be free as it. I was trying to get out of self as self. Yeah, I was. Then I saw the idea, this is foreign, yeah? So what I was calling Paul was self, trying to get out of an objectified version of itself called self. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought Paul, it made a whole lot of sense as Paul, a.k.a. self, to get out of self. And Paul would almost, did almost do everything and anything to do that. Why did it fucking fail? Because it wasn't Paul. Paul was identified as that which it wanted to escape. So it could only entertain escape as that where the real freedom is from that. It's just that simple. Yeah. Or what? how are you going to explain the statement in our community, self can't get out of self? Tell me. Tell me how. Yeah. Why would they even say that? If we were Paul, Ann, Mike, Rick trying to get out of self, we would, we, we would have cheerleaders going, come on, Rick. Come on, Paul. Come on in. Yeah, yeah, home team, us, us, us. Yes, but no, it isn't. Paul is the active movement of selfing. What? Yeah, that's why you can't get out of self. <laughs> Whatever it gets out, it gets out as self. Whatever it says it is, it gets in as self. It can't get out of self as self. <laughs> <laughs> and really, you can't get in self as self. 
<laughs> it's like an empty suit putting on an empty suit, really. <laughs> it needs us, yeah, to seem to be in it. That that hand puppet shows no life with us without without our faith and our belief. We're the animating principle. Yeah? That puppet can move mountains with our faith in it. Or it can destroy lives, which in most cases that's where it goes. Yeah. It it through its manifestations, it can destroy lives by our juice, really. Because it doesn't have any. It doesn't. The glove is a glove. It's a glove. The glove never animates itself. Never. Nor will it. Nor has it. It's the hand that animates the glove. Now we're in self-centeredness, so the glove thinks it's the animator. Yeah? And it thinks it's doing all this shit and everything. But in fact, it really is a paper tiger. It has no center it has no it's hollow this we put the hand in we forget that and we take ourselves to be the glove and now we're spending a lot of time trying to get out of the glove as a glove yeah let's take an inventory of the glove yes not the self not us i mean the glove please See how the glove defeated us. The glove defeated us by our believing it was a glove. The glove had nothing to do with it. It was some weird faith that we are got waylaid into a mental condition, and that mental condition now has used us for transportation to express its fucking self. Yeah? To see everything and how it pertains to me. Yeah? To live a self centered fucking life. Yeah? Which shit orbiting all day. Fucking 50-year-old resentments, slights, agree now it's a lot of grievances. Oh yes, I've been taking a whatever. Jesus Christ. Alright, thank you. So do an inventory. Ten step today, maybe. Just see it. Just change one of the directions. I'm not looking at your my resentments, just resentment. Yeah. And then maybe try to follow where does it come from? Did it come? It doesn't come from your yard, does it? No. It's not coming from your, your partner, even though you think it is. <laughs> it's basically being generated where you are. Yeah. How, why? Does it have anything to do with how you're seeing or looking at things? Yeah, it does. Extremely. Yeah. Could you say... The more, in, the more feeling of being obsessed with self, the more resentments I seem to have or seem to project. Yeah, I would imagine you'd come to that conclusion. Yes. So maybe the self-centeredness, the reliance on self is the cause of mostly these manifestations. Yeah. Can you do a further diagnosis? Are you really sure they're yours? Do you really believe that they're yours? I mean, I think you were surprised by them as much as anyone else. Yeah. All right. So let's take an inventory of that. That which seems to manufacture resentments through us. Yeah. Manufacture anxiety through us. Yeah. Because as it says in the book, we manufacture our own misery. I'm not a believer in that. I believe... We are the facility that can manufacture a lot of stuff. It really is. It really matters who's directing the factory. Yeah, if self-centeredness is directing the factory, it's going to manufacture misery. That's one of its most tried and true fucking products: misery. Yeah, grievance, resentment, vindictiveness, fucking all that. Yes. <laughs> yes. The factory could, you know, can produce tons of shit. Yeah. Like now, some of us are producing service and attitude of honor and tolerance and compassion and gratitude. Yes, we were manifesting the ability to enjoy peace of mind, all this shit. So the factory isn't, isn't curtailed by the products it can make. 
-hmm. the products are going to be directed by what's running the factory yeah yeah so let's look at the products of a factory run by self let's put it that way and see if we want to have that management team continue to use our facilities to produce that shit. If you don't, if you don't want to, you realize you can't change it, and therefore there's the solution of the program. Yeah, <clears throat> turning your will in your life or your the qualities of being a manufacturer over to the care of something greater than self. Yeah, <clears throat> and see what it's like with the new product line. You may have a pride in it. You may feel good about it. You want to share it with other people. It's a win-win thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Wow. Thank you, Paul. Um, we don't have any hands up. But, you know, just as you were closing there, I was thinking, um, you know, the book. <laughs> yeah no watch out uh so you know you know the basic text is 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 really you know about power and identification and as you were breaking down the power that we gave to thought self right by allowing that power we 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 are giving that power away and that power is used to create this mess these manifestations of self and, and, and once aligned, it's, it's a whole different ball game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, some of us, we come in from the consequential level. Mm -hmm. So basically we are, the house is always ready to be on fire. We're always getting burnt. So we need water immediately. Yeah. So we've got to get our externals down. And we've got to, and when the fires are out intermittently, maybe we can start looking at, hey, maybe I'm the fire starter or I have something to do or why am I at so many fires? Yeah. Yes. Then the investigation through the 12 steps can occur. But first things first. Yeah. Because if we're on the consequential level, then the one of the greatest qualities we have, which is awareness, isn't really being actualized, right? We don't know what the fuck's going on. We think we do. We think the judge is out for me, the police, and like that, but we're mistaken, generally, yes? We're taking a lot of false evidence, first of all, about us, and therefore we're prone to believing in false evidence all day, yeah? So that false evidence keeps appearing real, and then false evidence keeps appearing real to the false evidence. And it's a very insidious snowball, yes? And basically, you start doing a lot of shit, either quietly in your own isolation or out there and you're attracting undue attention from authorities or people in uniform. Because you got you there's such a momentum or a drive to get out of something, it becomes conspicuous out there, yeah? And therefore you get, now you start getting introduced to consequences and you've stepped on the flypaper. Now you can't get off the flypaper. Yeah. And I would say a lot of people who have been institutionalized basically probably started from just a desire to get out of self. Mm -hmm. And now they've been in the, the system for so long, their tattoo, that behavior has turned into a tattoo. Even though they change, uh, their position may not change. Yeah, here. Yeah? So, uh, if we have the luxury to be able to stop and pause because we've had enough relief that we're not in dire straits all day, yeah, we better take advantage of that time to let's get to, to the causes and conditions so that was that so that the causes conditions we're now in will continue. Yeah. We won't bring about the old to override the new, so to speak. Yeah. Let's get down to the business. Let's see if it's true or not that these are mine. Or are they manifestations of self in one's life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you think that would be a, a major starting point? I mean, before the river you know, 
divides into tons of tributaries, you're at the, a major fork. Are these mine or aren't they? Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I would think that's a pretty profound point to be clear about. <laughs> what is of me and what's not of me while me continues? I would think, you know, I mean, <laughs> I would think, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, so let's let's take this opportunity to at least come out of here with an understanding. Not saying it's true or not, but maybe just an understanding of another possibility. Yeah. So that uh, we can at least refrain from the habit of calling self's manifestations ours. You know, let's just on a dog shit level. Just catch your language, maybe. That's not a big, we're not asking for much. Just just extract one word, my. That's all. We're not changing much, but it changes a huge amount. Just extract the word my, almost like symbolically. Just catch it every once in a while. And see how the word that comes after it feels without the my preceding it. You're going to sense something. And then you're going to start becoming aware of what's going on here, how meaning gets distributed from us to things, yeah? Yeah? And how our, how a point of view gets distributed from us to things, a point of view of self-centeredness, yeah? How it does it, because it's doing it. It's not like, oh, I'm self-centered since 1973. No, it's an activity, self-centeredness isn't a perpetual state, it's an activity. Yeah, it is. It's an activity that's reinforced by a lot of stuff going on because the activity would simmer down without that reinforcement. Why do you believe, just I'm gonna humbly just suggest, why do you believe there's so much obsession with self? Don't you see that maybe it's used to reinforce the identification as self? Yeah. Something that you are that is taken to be you would need to be reinforced quite a lot or you would see it from what you are and you would realize I'm not that. Yeah. So a lot of the obsessions aren't really about obsession. They're about reinforcing an identification. Yeah. So spirit isn't obsessing over spirit because it is spirit. Something that isn't needs to be obsessed over to seem as if it is. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a, it's not blooming its own fucking flowers. It's fucking making up, it's doing a lot of paper mache flowers and it keeps you away so you can't feel them and you take it to be fucking real. Yeah? Talk about you know, they used to talk about it as, you know, a, a disease of perception. Exactly. We're perceiving threats where they aren't. There aren't threats there, yet we're seeing them there. Yeah, that's a disease manifesting through perception. Who's the seed of the perception? We are. Yeah, so it's it's tinting perception. It's it's in. It talks to us as us. Some of its thoughts are framed as our thoughts, most of them, yeah? So it gets away, it's playing a huge role, yet it's not noticed. We keep calling its role our role, yeah? You're not gonna rehabilitate it, you're not. It's not gonna be a service animal. It's not gonna look out for your, uh, Welfare, it isn't, it's, it's a, it's a me first view. Yeah. And it's not the me that you're taking to be the me first view isn't about you. It's about a me, but that me ain't you. <laughs> I mean, you can believe what I'm saying or feel like it may be, you know, interesting or not. That's not up to me. I'm just sharing, but I'm, I'm putting it out there. And luckily I've had been given a platform, so I'm gonna keep putting it out there. Because I know in my own experience, 
it has led to stabilized fucking relief. Yeah. Now, I don't care if I'm dying of thirst. I don't care if the guy's wearing a green jacket or a blue jacket. I'll get to that after I drink the water. I want the water. However it comes. Hey, I don't like this guy. I like this guy. He's full of shit. He's not full of shit. This is the way the head puts... It gets distracted by the messenger, and so it doesn't have to look at the message. Fucking judge the message by itself. Read the book. Does it say self is what has defeated us? Or not? It has. I didn't put that in there. I didn't go to every book in New York and write, you know, put this little Paul Hedeman piece in. No. It's right there. Out of the original text. Yeah, I'll say it once again. Being convinced. All right, read a definition what that means. One of them is believing with certainty. Yeah, so now let's tie that to the faith in finite self. So belief is sort of faith, yes? So now, instead of having faith with certainty about the self, you now have faith and you're certain that self is what has defeated you. That's a huge shift. You know what I mean? Your amigo has now come under review, so to speak. <laughs> That's huge, yeah? So being convinced, believing with certainty, yeah? That self, 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 whatever you want to find out what it means to you, yeah? manifested in various ways. So it's not only, see, self doesn't defeat you. The bondage of self is to an imaginary idea. It's our juice that is used to defeat us. It's our juice, yeah? So being convinced that self manifested in various ways, what gave it the juice to manifest? It did not come from self. It comes from us. It's us. The faith of us put into self leads us to be defeated by self. Yeah? Be clear. Yeah, be clear about it. That faith is not from self. It's of, yeah, the bondage is of self. It's an idea that we've gotten stuck with, yeah? And we've fallen for its premise that it's us. And so it has, the res it has all of our natural resources to use to manifest through our life to defeat us in it. Yeah? Wow! All right? Being convinced... Self manifested in various ways was what had and is what is defeating us. It's not just was, it is also is. Yeah. Was what had defeated us, is what has defeated us, will be what has defeated us. <laughs> really. Yeah. We considered, considered, how do we consider it? Writing it down. Yeah. We considered its common manifestations. All right. Oh, there, this is where, who, what, who, what, where, oh, the next paragraph just reaffirms the statement. Resentment. So wait a minute. How can you, it's just not even, it's only a little bit of white in between the black separating, we're going to consider its common manifestations. And then suddenly the word resentment shows up. Who would ever think that it's one of the common manifestations of self? Any person who read it. <laughs> Resentment is a manifest, uh, one of the common manifestations of what? Of looking at life from self-centeredness. What? Yeah. And there'll be a further inventory on fear. Yeah. Because fear really is an effect of failed self-reliance. What? Yeah. And then when you go out to meet a babe and you know she's married and you say, fuck it, what's driving you to do that kind of behavior isn't you. You're the vehicle. It's this, this idea of self who doesn't give a shit about fucking anything else. Yeah. All right. Let's write it down. I'm going to go to my friend's house and I'm going to start talking about my resentments, my fears. My homs does to other. Give me a break.
what happened when after you wrote it and you got by the time you got home to your sponsor's house, they're yours again. Yes, yes. <laughs> see that, see how a resentment is changed by my, yes. Because really, you may not, <laughs> you may get, have res or you may be in a condition where a resentment may have you, but I'll tell you, the occupation will be less severe and won't last as long as if the my isn't attached to it. I'll tell you fucking that much. Because I've seen it in my own life. Yeah? You can walk through fear. You can't walk through fear as my fear. Because you'll you'll be dragging some fear with you and you'll be dragging some fear with you out of it. Yeah? It'll be fear going in, fear getting over the other fear, and then fear going out. <laughs> the my. I've observed it. I've observed our community. I've observed this alcoholic, this addict. I've observed it. I've observed being in the solution bound by the problem. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Yeah, you just gave whole new meaning to the turning point, you know, where we have to accept spiritual help or, or continue and die. It was good. Thank you. Um, Rick. Oh, Rick doesn't have his hand up anymore. Kiernan, would you like to come in and ask your question of Paul? Uh, hello, sure. Um, Kieran is my name. Um, I'm um, enjoying the the, um, the talk. Um, I'm calling from Dublin in Ireland. And um, what I'm asking about is, it's not the topic um, you're talking about really, um but since Christmas a lot of um people in the in the NA fellowship here have died um suddenly and daughters of, of people have died. Um you know, and we just heard yesterday a guy who I, I thought he was in the early stages of treatment for lung cancer is actually has probably only days, hours to live. Um, and my sponsor has gone through um, a lot of operations on that, which leave me wondering about his mortality as well. Um, I'm not afraid of death myself, um, even though I, I have an illness that um, brings me up against it at times. But I just wonder what your, what your take is um, on that type of thing. Well, first of all, it's inevitable, obviously. So uh, we're going to arrive there. I would hope that you arrive in the same vehicle that you've been driven in, in through sobriety. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, that faith in that. Uh, I love the imaging of the higher power because it was so obvious so many thousands of times in my own life and in watching others that something has done and is doing for me what I can't do for myself. Well, mm. I'm sure that possibility will be there at that moment. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. I think all conjecture while you're alive about it will never capture the moment, do you think? No. 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 No, it's impossible, yeah. And I wouldn't like I wouldn't want to have useless knowledge around something that I'm going to find out about anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. But I always I, one friend of mine at a meeting said, I really liked it. He says, the, you know, 
the person who dies doesn't experience their own death. It's other people. Yeah. Yeah. Other people experience someone dying. The person who dying didn't experience it. <laughs> they just came to an abrupt end and there were, there it was. Yeah. 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 So I don't know, you know, I don't know. Uh, I've had a lot of death in this life, you know, in my own family. My brother and sister killed themselves and everything. My mother and father died. My grandmother and father died when I was young. She lived with us when, at nine, when I was nine. So I've had a lot of, uh, and when I was young, I had, didn't have the, I, I couldn't fit my head around someone who's here could possibly be gone. You know, I didn't, that was, I didn't have that idea. So when my grandmother was very important, when she passed away, I basically blacked it all out. I have no idea. You know, I remember my father's funeral, but I don't remember anything about my grandmother passing away. So, you know, um, what's allowing uh, the traveling lighter now, I would imagine will allow whatever's intended then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I would hate to sort of uh, affect how I look at things at this moment by a, a can only be a conceptual idea of a future moment. Yeah. 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 So. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sometimes I wonder. Um, you know, I'm not sure about um, whether we have future lives or not, or you go on to another life, or do you just go into a, a, a greater consciousness where there's no I consciousness? Um, I just wonder about that sometimes, but but personally, I don't, I don't, um, I don't have any fear around death or dying. I've had experiences where I've been very close to it, and I know it's nothing terrible or it's nothing to be feared. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and that there's something there that loves you, that that lo loves me, no matter what. Well, that's here now also. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I feel like as recovered people, we've had a lot of different lives now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's been a lot of deaths and then rebirth. Yeah. Life, I feel, I mean, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, March 21st, 1988 was another, was another birth of Paul. Yeah. Seriously. So... Yeah, we haven't gotten gypped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We've been resurrected three or four times at least. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, that love that we you would hope would be there becomes more assured when it's here, when you're conscious of it here. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's not like, not here, not here, not here. Hope it's there. Not, no, it's here, 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 here. And then there's just an obvious assumption it'll be there. <laughs> yeah. It's always, it's always here. I don't think there's an, a there and always here. <laughs> so it's yeah. always here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no, I feel I know it's going to be there because one time when I had a near-death experience, all I felt was love, that I was just going into love. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel in my heart certain that, that there is love there anyway. Well, you know, if I, had, if I have that, I think I'll wear my best outfit on the day I die. <laughs> I want yeah. to look good going out, man. Definitely. Yeah. Good uh, idea. That made me, that's inspired me to work on my fashion. Yeah. I mean, I'll dress like a bum until, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks spiffy at that moment. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, you know, I, yes. I like the idea now, uh, 
pretty much keeps me in a very small orbit, you know. I'm just here. Yeah. And I don't uh, uh, see. I I've I know the mental state can't go far. It may think it 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 may think about far, but it can't go far. So all you get left is conjecture and con concepts, and usually it uses them to provoke an anxiety out of something yeah. that's not happening. So I uh I don't uh my GPS doesn't have a very large map uh, scheme, you know. It's mm. basically stays around Novato, California. <laughs> so like, yeah. where am I going to be? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what the Buddha said as well, isn't it? What? Isn't that's kind of like what the Buddha said, you know, not to worry about the next life, to worry about this one. Oh, yeah, I mean, the point is, what's worrying about it isn't you, and what it's yeah. worried about isn't you. So, to yeah. me, it's not that interesting of a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about when I'm going to get off of this and have some breakfast. Yeah. That yeah. seems more important than... Uh, how am I going to die? Uh, whatever. But yeah, bro. Thanks. I'm really happy to meet you, Kieran. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Paul. Uh, you're welcome. All right. Um, I don't have any other hands today, Paul. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I guess you answered everybody's questions. Oh, here comes Jonathan. Oh, Jesus, right at the moment, it always someone weasels right in there. So close to a plate of... I want to have that aperture like a spiritual sphincter close really tight, fast. No more <laughs> questions in. Just like that. Not a little slow. No, like that. Right. Jonathan. I'm sorry, Paul. I'll, I'll shut up. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> How are you? Have, you? have you been here before, Jonathan? Yeah, a while ago. We, um, Jonathan from Germany, we met in Norfolk last time. Oh. Uh, a few years ago in England. Norfolk. Oh, yeah. That was like the first time I went to England. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that place a trip? <laughs> it was. It was fantastic. <laughs> that little cabin. He bought that out off of eBay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was incredible. No one could find it. They had to stop at the pub to get directions. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. And it rained every almost every second of the time I was there. <laughs> I was in the caravan. It was <laughs> yeah, that, that was your con consulting room. I, my consulting room. Yeah, it was funny because when people would sit at the little table in there, they looked so big. <laughs> <laughs> the table was like a small scale. <laughs> I had these people in there. <laughs> they were talking about how big their ideas were, and they were, it seemed so weird with a little table. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, his kids were really cool. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was building motorcycles at six years old. Yeah. He took me in the garage, was explaining to me how the engine works. And <laughs> yeah, he, he was looking up carburetors on uh, fucking YouTube. Yeah. Six-year-old kid, it was great. It was, that, was that was a trip, man. See, this is what I love about this seat assignment. You really don't know what you're getting yourself into yeah. most of the time. And you just, you just show up and find out. And that was a trip. That was yeah. really a trip. Thank you. Well... Yeah. So, what's yeah. The question? so I wanted to touch on a couple of things, which so well, um, no, no, wait a minute, couple of things. No, that's not. Yeah, well, I've got I've got a list of ten. I've got it down to two. <laughs> <laughs> no, so all right. So um, itemize your list a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with resentment, um, yeah. if. So I, I, I've kind of, uh, there is, a, the, the, uh, however one says this grammatically, there is a seeing of, of this uh, self and, and my resentment, that the, or that the, the, there is resentment flying around. And, uh, but when we've got this kind of record 
you know, I've been through the steps a few times and um, when there's a record playing, which, which has happened to me a lot over the years, where, you know, it's the same story, I'm playing over the same story and uh, going through how I could say things differently or I don't know what, or why I'm right. I mean, it's all just um, re, re, reconfirming the self. But I only see that that's happened once it's the record stopped for a little while, if you see what I mean. I see, oh, there it was again. There it was yeah, again. Yeah. Oh, there it was again. Yeah. But uh, it's, um, I, I don't know, I'm just looking for a way of a way out of that. If there... <laughs> <laughs> well, just see you're not that, that's, that's looking for a way out of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you see, if you, if there's a stopping of, of not being the, if you can see you're not the one looking for a way out of it, you'll, there'll be a realization that you may not be in it. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. You see, it tries to distract us. The message really is you're not in it, but it wants to tell you another way to get out of it. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's Jonathan, a mental little idea that's trying to gallop out of a condition it thinks it's in. That just furthers the condition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, every out in the mental state leads to an in, to an out, to an in, to an out. And most yeah. of the time you'll be in and you'll have infrequent experiences of being out. It's not a good deal, really. Yeah. But the novel idea here is, are you actually in? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in, then there's no need to get out. And that's really the sense of being out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you just watch the, 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 uh, all the activity that's in, that is used to imply it's Jonathan. And it's very important for Jonathan to get out. But that would be never applied to anyone else other than Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, it's a little suspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So come on and visit us and uh, and there's people that hang out after the meeting and get just uh, get back in a little groove and then it'll become more readily available to pause. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There won't be a big such a long segment of Jonathan and then a little pause. The pause will become more uh, frequent. Yeah. yeah. So it's easier after a while. It's easier to see. Uh, because it's more, you're seeing flashes, not long fucking novellas, you know? Mm -hmm. You're seeing flashing, flashes of selfing with a lot of pauses instead of a long, you know, uh, short story that's rather long. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right. Yes, that's the part of the traveling lighter. The length and the volume gets changed, yeah, of the stories. Mm-hmm. So there's the holes become actually more obvious because they're not pasted over as quick. And those holes are the, those holes are very, very important in a way. Seeing the holes uh, weakens the whole storyline. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. 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 Because first of all, the seeing is not located in what's being seen. So you're seeing activity that implies the seer is doing that activity. No, there's a seeing of that activity that's implying that. You're not there, you're seeing it, yeah? So you're not of that activity, you're seeing the activity, yeah? That gives, that gives an, that's, that's like pointing to the spiritual moon, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, for me, recovery from this whole thing progresses, just like they say, you know, alcoholism progresses. Recovery from self-centeredness progresses also. And that that's shown as the length and the volume of the, let's say, the self-broadcasts uh, gets limited, yeah? They get diminished, and then it's, its range also gets diminished, yeah? It can't broadcast like 100,000 miles. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's, 
it's frequency weakens. Yeah. Because you're not taking it to be you, really. The you is it's it's the you is the generator of it, yeah. It's the act of being identified. In other words, it's tapped into our electric grid and it's using our electricity to promote its story. Yeah. To sort of lighten light its stages, yeah, to forecast its ideas. Mm-hmm. When lack of when you start seeing it as not you, that interest and attention is withdrawn. And so the production goes down. Yeah. You see through it easier. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Remember when you were when I was a kid, there was a movie, there was a show from England called The Avengers mm-hmm. with a guy and Emma Peel. And I was totally into it when I was a kid. Yeah, it looked great. And then I saw it when I was older. The production sucked. They basically <laughs> had a fake room on a studio. There was never any. There was never a car on a road. It was just a person sitting in a car. You know what I mean? <laughs> the same thing that I took to be real. I did. I saw through it. It sucked. Really. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? Exactly. It was the same production, but I was taking it to be more real than I am now. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, and therefore, you know, the murder that happened in that room that was obviously on a stage was had less meaning. You know what I mean? All of the, all the sets and the drama in the sets had less drama because it was It was made up. I wasn't buying it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> That's what's happening here. We're not taking a lot of shit seriously as we used to. Mm. Or now when a drama that w- would always have you fucking incredibly anxious is seen as a comedy. You mm-hmm. see humor in it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's all effects of recognizing something. Yeah. Recognizing. <laughs> Uh, the false evidence as false evidence, yeah, yeah, and then the 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 receiver of false evidence is false evidence. That's why we can't. It says in the book, I think, you can't discriminate between true or false because we're identified as false evidence to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we can't discriminate because we're taking false evidence to be true. Therefore, we're apt to take a lot of false evidence to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you gonna have discernment about what's happening if you don't have discernment about this, about am I what I'm identified as and what I'm not, yeah? I mean, seriously. Let's start home discernment and then see if it gets broadcast out there. Yeah, all right? Cool. Thanks, right, Paul. Nice to see you again. Thank yeah, you nice for conjuring up that memory. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. It was so cool because everyone who showed up knew me, but I had never met anyone. So it was really cool when they walked in. It was a very, uh, it was a, usually if I knew people knew me and they were coming in, I would duck, you know, in the past. <laughs> You know, but now they were happy to see me. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Thank you. I think that's it, eh? No, okay. we got a couple more hands, Paul. Are you good on time? And do you want to take yeah, a quick yeah, break? My, my feet are freezing. I have to put on some socks, but go ahead. Go ahead. They're not my wait. feet. So go ahead. No, I can. I can You're not your feet. feet. That's right. Come on in, Stefan. Who? Stefan. Oh, Stefan, on having never left. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a fantastic daily meditation. If nobody else has has grabbed that book off of Paul's website. Oh, on having never left, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know where where's Stefan. Oh, here I see him. I can't hear no, him. He's got to unmute. Unmute. Hey, Paul. Hey, Stefan. Hey, hey, everybody. Uh, maybe this uh, maybe it's already been answered um, by what you're saying today. Um, I tell you, I'm I'm feeling such a um, 
incredible sense of of love right now what's come in um i don't think i've ever ever seen the first step of of the aa program like i see it right at this moment and uh and that is just um the complete utter in complete utter innocence that's involved uh in the powerlessness as a fact um there's just been a seeing of um, this mentated realm this mentated realm that's that that got made up with a with a figment inside of it or a I don't know what what it what it is that uh, <clears throat> this soul is traveling wider now and, and it feels incredible it feels uh, uh, there's uh, I can't explain it uh, what's really here is just is just silence silence at a recognition that uh, that on an apparency that a apparition of sort uh, was taken to be something this was and in this soul's life this was there at six years old years before I ever picked up a drink years before I ever picked up a drink this bondage itself was there at six years old and it was doing its thing then and um, wow it's uh since coming to the meetings and listening to everybody share and obviously listening to yourself share, um, it's almost like a, it's a dimensional shift of seeing. Um, and uh, you had mentioned a phrase a, a little bit ago in the meeting, you had said, you had said love uh, when you're conscious of it here and that's that's what's happened um that's what the conscious consciousness is of 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 right now right at this moment uh the and seeing that the powerlessness mentioned in the first step of the aa program is is a is the first is the first liberation and and it could not be seen before it it is a liberation of not even seen as an entertainment that a that a freedom could be found but there there it is there it is right now powerless against uh, an activity of mind called the bondage itself that 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 only uh, that only seeing or God could take away. Um, again, this um, this 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 sense of love uh, is just uh, beautiful. And I'll tell you honestly, and just to finish up, I'm looking at everybody on this screen right now. I don't even know any any of you people, and I'm just. I'm feeling just the love and the innocence of every single one of you in the powerlessness against uh, an apparition that seems so real. That's all.
Well, let's end on that note, eh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Hi. Well, thank you, uh, Stefan, <laughs> on having never left. Uh, yeah. Well, that's it. I'll see everybody. Thanks. <laughs> Continue the pause. Continue the pause in the Netherlands, in Germany, in San Fran. Yes, we all have a very nice free sample. Yeah. Thank you. See you guys. Bye, Paul. Bye bye. Um, hold on, you guys can unmute yourselves now. And Debbie, thank you 